after the buzz died down, like there was nothing. And I was like, okay, this podcast is not making any money. And it's taking away from the very thing that I do to make money. And so I literally, guys, I don't know if you know this, but I literally in at the end of January, I almost killed the podcast. The internet has made it easier than ever to start a business. Succeeding on the internet, now that's another story. The big question is, what are those who are succeeding doing differently? This podcast has the answers. Hi, my name is Lisanne Murphy. I've spent the last three years running a successful advertising agency. I noticed with certain clients, I ran into the same problem over and over again. Their offering was just not grabbing the prospect's heart and wrestling them into purchasing submission. Why? Many of these business owners were so far down the road in their journey and so in love with their product, they forgot who they were serving, missing some essential steps along the way. So I'm pivoting focus. Join me as I go behind the scenes with the most brilliant entrepreneur minds to demystify the nitty gritty marketing hacks needed to be successful before spending thousands on advertising that ultimately separate the internet legends from the dreamers. In our previous episode, we closed out the year with Henry Doss talking about building trust with hot leads. Today, I am super excited to review the first year of the Marketing Matrix podcast and let you in on some exciting things coming up in the next year, 2021, baby. Let's begin. Welcome to the Marketing Matrix, guys. I'm your host, Lisanne Murphy. And today, I am seriously so excited to be talking to you guys today because today we are celebrating the birthday of the Marketing Matrix podcast. Guys, today is episode number 100. I can't believe it, but we have definitely been through some amazing times. I wanted to celebrate the Marketing Matrix's birthday today by going over some history and just kind of sharing the journey of how it's gotten to where it is today and where it is today. I want to update you on that and what our plans are for next year of 2021. So first of all, Congratulations on making it through 2020 and for being a part of the amazing journey that the Marketing Matrix has been. I want to thank you. If you're listening to this, I want to thank you so much for being a dedicated listener and for taking the time to uh, to implement the things that you're learning and to take advantage of the incredible guests that we have. And really, I mean, th- this podcast, it would not be what it is and it would not be continuing if it was not for you. So thank you so much for supporting the Marketing Matrix. And again, happy birthday, the Marketing Matrix. We're so excited to uh, go ahead and highlight you and everything that you have created and supported um, as, uh, as, as we've grown. So I wanted to start way back, first of all, at the, at the history. It was last Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving um, 2019. So I guess, I guess technically the last Thanksgiving was just a month ago, but the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving before that was 2019. And um, well, it was even before that, it was the beginning of November. My, at the beginning of November, I had a, I had a call with Jamie Atkinson because I was interested in starting a podcast. Now, the reason why I was interested in starting a podcast is because I had been a member of the of Russell Brunson's two comma club coaching program 
for the last year. And seriously, at every single event and every single meeting that we had with him, he would always say we need to publish. He was like, it doesn't even matter what medium you choose, but you've got to publish. You have to do it. And so I, I tried lots of different things and just nothing stuck over the year that I was in that coaching program. I tried Facebook lives. I tried stuff in a Facebook group. I tried blogging. I tried, I even did a, a podcast and it was called Achievement Empire uh, because it was just built to share my journey. And I just struggled with it and it was awkward and I couldn't see the direction that it was going. And I was just really frustrated with myself that I couldn't stick with anything. Like nothing was sticking. And, um, when, when I talked to Jamie, I was asking him his thoughts on like what, what publishing medium to do. And he was, he was getting seriously into podcasting with his podcast profit lab. And I had the opportunity to, to join his second cohort, um, and to join his program to help launch the podcast. What he helped me realize is that the podcast could be used as a tool to, generate leads for my agency, which was the big piece that I was missing with my content is I felt like I was just putting all this content out there, but nothing that was like really happening. And he helped me understand that the agency were, could benefit greatly from the podcast because I could bring guests on. And then I could ask them if they have someone who's running their Facebook ads already or not. And if they're not start a conversation about potentially um, them bringing on my agency for Facebook ads. So I got really, really excited about it. I was like, okay, we're going to give it a shot. So all of November, my goal was to, was to be finished with my plan for launch before Thanksgiving so I could relax. That, of course, it struggled to happen. Um, I, and I was still working through that Thanksgiving weekend to get everything ready. A month to launch a podcast properly was a ton of work. And at the time, guys, I really didn't have a list. See, I had been running my agency and that was really it. So the only people that were on my list were my clients and I wasn't sending them regular emails. So my list was under a hundred people. And so when I was launching my podcast, I had no list to rely on to help me. So I hustled my network to get people to support the marketing matrix. Okay. So I dove in to creating the name. I, I changed the name of the podcast. Like I have a list. Let's see. I'm not sure exactly where my list is, but I literally have a list of over 50 names that I considered for this pop for this podcast. And I passed them from my friends and in front of my friends. And I said, Hey guys, what do you think? And, and I created the pillars around like what we were going to talk about and the, and the structure for the episodes, everything, it, all of that, along with bringing on the first 10 guests of the marketing matrix, did all of that in a month and met my goal release date, which was December 2nd, December 2nd. We had a bunch of people in Jamie's program. We released our podcast at the same time. When I was in the process of creating the process, um, Allison Prince released her podcast. She's um, a, an awesome person in the 2CCX community and has a great podcast. And when she launched her podcast, she hit number 10 in business with the launch. And my goal was like, all right, I'm going to see how close I can get to Allison Prince. My goal was to hit top 10 and be just like, just like her. And I was like, I think I can do this. Cause I was watching like how she was releasing and what content she was producing, how many uh, reviews she would, she got on her podcast that day. And I was like, I think I could do that. I can make this happen. So I worked hard to make sure that everyone who was my friend on Facebook, whether they were in business or my friends or family that they knew what the marketing matrix was going to be about and, and how to support. I even ran a contest. I ran a contest to give some free content 
um, for, for Facebook ads, for those of my business friends. And then I also, in order to incentivize my, my friends outside of my business friends, I did a contest to give away a pair of AirPods, some Apple AirPods to incentivize people to interact with the podcast, download the, those, those episodes, submit a rating and review. It was nuts. So our release date, December 2nd, 2019, we went for it. We released it. iTunes accepted the show and it was game time. So I, um, when the show released, um, we know that it, the first couple of days are critical for getting reviews in those first couple of days to start to show up high on the charts. And I hustled my network like you would not believe. Like I had a list of over 500 people that had agreed to rate and review the podcast. And I started contacting them from the second I woke up. I woke up at like 6 a.m. on the second. And I just started messaging people. I was like, hey, the podcast is live. Go listen to it. Go download all the episodes. Go rate and review the podcast. And I absolutely went ballistic in my network trying to get people to interact with this podcast because the only way the podcast was going to rank well and do well was for, it wasn't up to me. It was for the people that, that listened in. So my network was seriously so kind. So over the next three days, I literally messaged each one of those 500 people individually. And they were, they were friends of mine. They were family. They were people that, that wanted um, downloads that I offered in exchange for a rating and review on my profile over the course of the month. Guys, it was nuts. I did I I didn't sleep for like 3 days because I was like messaging people constantly helping people get access to it sharing how to download it if they had an Android iTunes if they had an Android I mean like it was seriously nuts and as I'm telling this story all of the energy of that time and of those couple days was coming back I think I think the second was a Monday so it was like a Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday I was just like a hustling lady so over the course of those three days, we had close to 500 downloads, guys, about 150 reviews. We had re really close to 150 views and the marketing matrix, as you know, because I've talked about it multiple times, it hit number 18 in business entrepreneurship. Now I was absolutely stoked and we absolutely crushed it. I think to this day, that's one of the highest rankings of um, anyone's podcast in, that's gone through Podcast Profit Lab. His goal is to get people in the top 100. And I was like, man, no, I'm going for higher. So the marketing matrix hit within the top 20 being number 18 in business entrepreneurship, which is a tough category to get ranked in and to do that well. I didn't realize how good that ranking was until when Steve Larson relaunched his new podcast recently, Launch for Profit. Guess what ranking his hit and his list is huge and his following is huge. He also hit number 18 in business entrepreneurship. So the marketing matrix literally hit the same ranking as Steve Larson's podcast. I seriously, I did not know how good it was until Steve launched and he had the same level of success with his. I was shocked, floored, amazed, and super, super grateful again for my network for showing up and um, for, for being there for me. So, um, and it was really interesting. I, I, when it hit number 18, I was like, oh man, I think it could have done better. And we, I was like trying to play around with like, what, why did it not get as high? And, and, and I had a friend who ended up rake, rating it on Sunday night before it released on Monday morning. And so I wondered if like 
iTunes started my, my first three days on Sunday instead of on Monday. There was all this conjecture. Regardless though, the podcast did great and the feedback was phenomenal. And again, for those of you that participated and have been listening to the Marketing Matrix from the beginning, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for everything that you have given to this podcast. And even though all of that work went into launching this podcast, Oh my gosh. Hold on one second. Okay. I am recording. <laughs> You're gonna have to cut this piece out. I thought I wasn't recording. Okay. And even though all of the work to get that podcast going happened, it really was just the beginning. I mean, just launching the first 10 episodes was so much work. But what I didn't understand and realized was all the work that goes into uh, creating and maintaining a podcast after that. So my, my like standard of excellence and all the work that I do is pretty darn high. And so the podcast was going to be no different, especially because it did so well. I was like, okay, well, the quality of this thing has to be awesome. So for the next, um, for the next, five to 10 episodes. I can't remember exactly how many it was, but for the next five to 10 episodes, I continued to do everything by myself. I was finding the guests, me messaging them, getting them on the podcast, um, editing the episodes, adding in the intros, putting all the pieces together, loading them into Simplecast, which is where I host my podcast, creating the social post, sending the email of the social assets to the guest. I mean, guys, it was insanity and it took so much work that I literally almost stopped working in my agency. Like there just wasn't a lot, much more time outside of managing the podcast. And I had to like self-check. I, I was like, what, what are you doing, Lisanne? Like your podcast is, I mean, during the launch from, from the, from the traction and the attention that the launch got. Um, we brought in about five grand into the business, which was great. But after that, after the buzz died down, like there was nothing. And I was like, okay, this podcast is not making any money. And it's taking away from the very thing that I do to make money. And so I literally, guys, I don't know if you know this, but I literally in, at the end of January, I almost killed the podcast. I felt like when I created the Marketing Matrix podcast, I created this beast that demanded to be fed resources in time. And I was like, am I really wanting to feed this beast? Do I want this? How can I keep this up? And I really had to think about it, whether or not the marketing matrix was something that I wanted to continue because it was sucking time away from where I was actually making money in my business. I made the decision to keep it alive for a number of reasons. One, I had finally gotten a platform that I was being consistent on with publishing, like Russell Brunson had mentioned. Two, we'd hit number 18 in business entrepreneurship. What a waste that would have been if I would have just trashed it. And three, honestly, my ego and pride. I was like, I can't get rid of this thing. I worked so hard for it. like, And I can't do a disservice to everyone that supported it from the beginning. I have to invest in this. So I made the decision to take some of the agency profits and put them aside to hire a team. 
So I hired Beth Gordon and Haley Merch. I love these women so much. They helped me so much. Beth Gordon helped me administratively put everything together and manage the processes around the agency. And Haley Merch was my incredible um, podcast manager who reached out to guests and got them going. I also at the time hired the Bearleys, um, Nicholas and Amanda Bearley, who run the Billion Dollar body movement and I, I we leased out their editing team so they would edit the podcasts and this tiny small team we kept going with the podcast and Beth and Haley allowed me to take my time back and put it back into the agency so that I could be in better balance again and so the uh, the podcast continued. Amanda's team did a great job of providing us with, with some social assets. We still had to write all the social content for posting, and it was really janky. I mean, I'll be honest, it was super janky. But if there's one thing that Russell says all the time and that I've learned is that consistency with content creation is way more important than perfect production and be, in it being pretty. And so we kept going. We kept, we kept contacting people. We kept bringing people onto the podcast. We kept serving the community, okay? Um, so then when I went to um, Funnel Hacking Live in the, at, the, at the end of January, I went to Steve Larson's and Peng June's content machine event right before Funnel Hacking Live. And the whole time they were there, Steve talked about how his podcast is the center of his content and how... Everything comes back to the podcast, the content that he creates, and then it's dispersed and repurposed across other platforms. And I was thinking about that and I was like, wow, like he doesn't create additional and separate content for Facebook, for Instagram, for YouTube, for LinkedIn, for blogs, for anything. Like it all comes from the podcast. And all of a sudden I was like, wow, I could be leveraging my podcast in a completely different way. Okay. It was a huge insight I got from that event. The other, and by the way, for those of you that are watching the video, I'm wearing my capitalist pig hat in honor of this big insight, because it's really what's made the marketing matrix podcast, what it is today. Um, so shout out to Steve Larson. Thanks so much, buddy, for these insights. The other thing that I realized is that I was only doing interviews. My entire podcast was based on interviews, which worked because my strategy was to bring guests on that could then work with the Midas Touch social advertising agency. But the most interesting thing happened, guys, when I would meet people at events that I was going to, this was of course before the world shut down and went crazy. But when I would go to events and I would meet with these higher top dogs that um, I had interviewed, they would always say, oh man, Lisanne, I was on her podcast. She is such an amazing interviewer. And like, that was it. She is such an amazing interviewer. And like, I had a little bit of pride, but I was also like, that's not my thing. Like, I mean, I love interviewing people and really I am, I love getting to know my guests, like getting into people's lives and talking to them and learning their story. It's seriously a huge passion of mine. It's one of the reasons why I love podcasting. But that's not what brings me bread and butter onto the table. I'm not a news anchor. I don't interview people. I don't, I don't run 60 minutes. I mean, I need, I'm, I'm Facebook ads. Like I'm, I'm a marketer. That's what I do. And that's what I do to bring attention to myself. So the fact that all of these top dogs were saying, wow, Lisanne's a great interviewer. That was all cool and stuff. But I was like, I don't want to be known as a good interviewer. I want to be known as a marketer that is an expert in paid traffic. That is what I want to be known for. 
So I made the decision also with that event to switch up my content strategy. Instead of doing 100% interviews, I decided to bring in 50% of the content was solo episodes. Episodes like this, where I just get to talk to you guys and tell you all about what's going on, what I'm seeing with my clients in the, in the agency side, uh, what trends I'm noticing, what things I'm getting tons of questions about so that you guys can be on top of a good marketing for your businesses. And I'm so committed to this. It is so important. My, 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 like, my dream is that I teach principles so that people can make powerful decisions in terms of marketing in their business. Because here's the reality. So much of what's marketed out there to you guys for marketing is the next guru's tactic and the thing that worked for one of their launches. And it's not guaranteed that it's going to work for you. So I want to pull back the covers and show you like, what the curtain, not covers. I don't know why I said covers, the curtain, pull back the curtain and say, these are the principles that they're operating on that if you operate in your own business in a way that works for you, you're going to have incredible results. Okay. So had these in insights at Funnel Hacking Live um, right before, again, thank you so much, Steve Larson. And thank you so much, Peng June for bringing the heat at that event. It really blew my mind. I ended up there. I ended up joining um, Peng June's um, Omnipresence Masterclass Mastermind there. And it was seriously one of the best um, info product masterminds I've been a part of. It was seriously so good. I love everything that Peng June creates. He's such, he's just a total ninja. Um, so after that, I came home and I added a few more team members to help out with the podcast. I brought on Valerie Effinger as my podcast manager. Um, Haley decided to move on to other things. So I brought on Valerie to replace that. And then Megan uh, Kachikan-Lore, who is my copywriter, she came in to help with creating the social posts and the emails around the podcast. Um, and honestly, <laughs> I could not produce even a fraction of the content that's going on in my business without Megan. Um, and so thank you, Megan, so much for all of the copywriting help that, that you've given. And thank you, Valerie, for organizing uh, the podcast in such an amazing way and finding amazing guests and being so on top of it, and being so cordial with them and just making them know that, that they are at home when they're working with our business. After I brought on Valerie, I realized, okay, in order to turn this podcast into the core of my content, I needed help doing that. How the heck do you take a podcast episode and you repurpose it to go across multiple social platforms? Enter onto the scene, Miss Jennifer Neal. I love Jennifer Neal. She is an absolute genius and she is a rock star digital marketer. So Jennifer Neal has been putting together a program that's specifically built for how to turn your podcast into a content machine is what she calls it. And she is an absolute genius. She helped me understand the process that needs to go on to and gave a model of what she was, she was doing with her podcast and said, okay, here's the model, go and do it. And so me and Valerie met with her and she helped us understand how to make it happen. And so Valerie started putting pieces together. Beth Gordon was still really involved with putting together the processes. She really owned it, honestly, right? It was right before Valerie came on. Beth really got in with, with, uh, with Jennifer and created the processes necessary. And even Valerie to this day, she says, you know, I really came into a system that was already done. So thanks so much, Beth. Beth is seriously such a rock star. Um, and I've loved having her work in this business. Uh, but when we, one of the things we realized is that with all of this content repurposing, we needed someone to actually create the assets 
and, and do something with the video clips and the audio clips. And so we brought on Luis and Luis, Luis and Fonzie Cameo, the biz bros. We brought them on to manage all of our video assets. And we also employed Megan to do more social assets for, for the podcast so that we could create the tons of assets that go. We put our full episode on YouTube, short clips on YouTube, short clips on Facebook, on my profile, on the page, in the face, in the Facebook group, on Instagram. Uh, we are, we were, we were posting videos on LinkedIn for a while, but we're actually going to start posting a, an article on LinkedIn because we've, we found that that tends to do better. And we have also posted on medium and we're creating blogs because uh, spoiler alert 2021, we're going to get a big old website going and we're going to have some massive blog action going on there. So we are super, super stoked to get those that get all of those going so that, um, I mean, you're also, you're already seeing the assets on the socials, but we're really excited to get the, the blog up and going. Um, so this massive team has just been created to bring the podcast to life. And here's the thing, even when I was at Steve's event, I was still thinking, should I keep the marketing matrix alive or should I get rid of it? Should I keep it? Should I get rid of it? Like, I just like have this like funky relationship where like, I'm like, beast, do I keep you or do I kill you? I have a hard time knowing what to do, but the longer it goes on and the more I keep it alive, the more I'm like, of course, I'm going to keep the marketing matrix alive. And especially now that we've hit episode 100, I mean, there is no turning back. We are going to forge ahead and keep going. So after we brought on the biz bros, Jennifer Neal's help, we have Valerie, Megan, Beth working on the systems, um, and the Bayerly's doing our audio editing. I started to do more solo episodes and start delivering new, delivering you that awesome content. We did that really the second part of the year, and it was a phenomenal experience. It helped me even more find my voice um, and understand the types of things that people are responding well to and enjoy hearing about in order to master the paid traffic game. So there's a brief history. Here it is. It is the end of December when I'm recording this. It's actually, when I'm recording this, it's Christmas Eve. Um, and I just had to, to, to get it out and get it done, especially before the new year comes, because it's kind of like my, my year in review, um, of, of, I mean, the, the podcast has just been so central in everything that that's been going on. And there's still a lot of things that we want to do with it. And a lot, and a lot of questions that need to be answered. I had a really interesting conversation with, um, one of my brother's, uh, best friends, um, who runs a podcast called history that doesn't suck. Uh, and he is seriously, um, his name is Greg Jackson. He, he has, it's a masterful podcast. He, every episode is like an academic, is like an academic paper entertaining story in itself. Um, but he has a massive following. I mean, he gets like something like, like 20 to 30,000 downloads a month. Uh, we're not, we're not even close to that, but um, he gave me tons of ideas for how to uh, leverage the, the podcast and get more listeners. Cause here's the deal. There's lots of ways to monetize a podcast. You can monetize the guests, which we've dabbled in. We can all, you can also monetize the listeners by like, once your listenership gets to a certain amount, you can create sponsorships with the podcast. You can also monetize listeners by driving them to your digital products. It's one of the reasons why we created the toolbox this past year. If you haven't taken advantage of the toolbox, guys, oh my goodness, you're missing out on the lead magnet of a lifetime. Okay, all of the guests that have come onto the Marketing Matrix podcast, they bring a resource to give you for free 
that we put in a members area that's ever growing and ever changing. So it's like a lead magnet that's that's organic and keeps growing. And it's seriously, it's absolutely astounding how awesome it is. Um, and so one of the reasons why we created that was to give people an opportunity to engage with our digital products. Okay, there's lots of ways to monetize a podcast. Now, my podcast still has a lot of work to continue to grow and to be a huge money generator that I know it's possible to be. I feel like 2020 was really laying the foundation for this content machine. And I'm really excited to see what our team can do with it. Valerie has been working the entire quarter four to understand and figure out how we can leverage every social platform to its fullest so that we can serve the users there and make sure that they get quality content and that we can also be driving people to our business so that those that want more than the podcast can take advantage of the opportunities that are in the Midas Touch social advertising agency. So what has happened in all of this year? It is seriously amazing. Here's some stats that I wanted to break down for you guys just to show what is possible in a year with a that, that started from nothing. The beginning of November, this was an idea. All year, it was a wish. Okay, 2019, the podcast was a wish. In the beginning of November, it was an idea. In the beginning of December, it became a reality. And it has just grown and grown and snowballed from there. So Where's the marketing matrix at? Well, we have over 14,000 downloads. So our first month we had just over 500 and it dipped after that. We were getting about for like the first few months of it, we were getting like 300 downloads a week. And now we have over 14,000 downloads, okay? So we're getting on average over a thousand a month. So it's climbing, it's growing. Um, and we're super, super grateful. And again, that is, that's literally, that's, 14,000 episodes, these episodes have been downloaded 14,000 times. That's remarkable. I mean, per episode, that's an average of 140 listens per episode. It's just seriously so exciting. We've had 49 guests on the show. Oh, and I should say, when I was, when I was doing my goal setting session um, last December, December um, 2019, my goal was for this podcast to, to do one episode a week, to release 52 episodes. It's the end of the year and my because of my team we literally doubled it okay we doubled it we we're, we're hitting 100 right as the new year is is coming along and i just could not be could not be more grateful of those 49 guests we've had some amazing ones here's a few highlights but this does not even do justice to the entire list we've had chad thibodeau myron golden katherine jones josh 40 lauren golden doug bouton Nathan Hirsch, Marley Jacks. We've had so many amazing people. If you have not heard their episodes, then go back and listen to them because they are seriously just straight fire, guys. And you might be wondering, what is the highest downloaded episode? Well, interestingly enough, it's episode 10, which was the final episode of all of my launch episodes. And the subject of that was by our man, Doug Bouton. Uh, shout out to you, my friend, Doug. And it is, the title of it was Automated Facebook Groups, Creating a, a Community, Creating a Community and Generating Revenue with Doug Bowden. Okay, super, super stoked that that episode is continuing to do so well. That episode alone has 409 downloads, guys. Super, super awesome. All right, so since we brought on the biz bros and have been repurposing assets, and that was, we, did, we only brought them in on like four months ago, I think four or five months. So like in, in the middle of the third quarter was when they started. Since they have come on, they have repurposed over 1,000 
social assets that have gone across again, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube, and Medium. We were posting on Medium for a while. We're not going to do that in 2021, but Medium and, um, and, and for the blog. Seriously, they are unbelievable. Okay. I also had an amazing planning session in 2021 for it. Like see where my board is for those of you that are watching. All of that is plans for the podcast for the next year. I'm going to talk about that in just a second. We also, I also had the opportunity to be a host podcast at the Pod Max event with Josh Carey and Eric Cabral. They are seriously rock stars at getting people into podcasting and bringing incredible people together for guests. We did nine interviews with them over the three Pod Max events. In our toolbox, which I mentioned earlier, we have 32 toolbox assets, okay? Which are all free for you. And there's some incredible content that our listen that our guests are giving to our listeners for free. So please, please, please go and take advantage of that. I have had the opportunity to be invited onto 17 Summit podcasts and Facebook group appearances this year. We're gonna look to just blow that number out of the water to grow the marketing matrix this next year because those that are in it, I, I, I've had some really, really cool opportunities of listeners that have reached out to me and say, hey, this podcast really impacted my business. It gave me an idea. It helped me think of something that I'd never thought of before. And I just, I live for that kind of stuff. I mean, first of all, my love language is words of affirmation. And second of all, like who doesn't love knowing that the work that they're putting so much resources and energy to into is getting appreciated. So the more you reach out and appreciate it, you better believe the more I'm going to bring to the table for you guys. Um, and I'm super excited to get on a lot more podcasts and summits and Facebook group appearances in the new year. Also coming up in 2021, guys, we have some amazing guests. Another, I'm going to give another shout out to my man, Steve Larson, the capitalist pig himself. I'm going to be interviewing him right after the holidays. And we're really excited to, to release that. So be looking for that. We've also got Liz Benny on the schedule. Lindsay Elmore is coming at you. And guys, there is so many more that I'm going to keep under wraps for now. But guys, it's seriously going to be such a blast. So tune in. We're going to have some amazing guests. And I'm going to be dropping some crazy, amazing content. As you know, there's lots of changes going on with Facebook, with their privacy policies, with the iOS, Apple updates. There's lots going on. So I'm going to bring you the latest and greatest of what I'm seeing in the marketing world and I am just thrilled to be able to support that with the Marketing Matrix content. I also wanted to um, let you know that this year in my business is really going to be, it's going to be in terms of uh, products, product wise, it's going to be like the year of digital products. So I, one of the things that I've noticed, I get, I get reached out to at least a dozen people a week that want help with Facebook ads, that, that they need something specific because there's like something glitchy going on with Facebook but they're not in a place yet that they're ready to hire the Midas Touch social advertising agency. And so I really, really want to create some keystone, amazing digital products for you guys to be able to rock Facebook ads if you're not quite ready for an agency yet, but you still want to get in the game. So I want to make the education more accessible. I want to help people be ready to hire an awesome agency so that they can just absolutely crush ads. We also just this week finished the mastermind that's been phenomenal. Um, not necessarily super related to the podcast, but I'm just excited about everything that's going on. Um, so those are a few things coming up in 2021 as it relates to the podcast, but guys, we are seriously just so excited. I should have brought like some like 
bells and whistles and like a happy birthday hat for the marketing matrix. But I just want to say happy birthday marketing matrix. Thanks so much for supporting me in my business and being such an incredible tool that I can use to mark to, to, to market the ideas that I have, as well as to network with the amazing, amazing people that are out there that are doing incredible things in marketing that you guys can learn from. And thank you again to our listeners, because again, this podcast would not exist without you. So happy birthday to Marketing Matrix. Again, thank you so much for everyone who's listening in. And as always, see you next time on The Marketing Matrix. Thank you again for tuning into the Marketing Matrix podcast. Tune in next week as I chat with Lindsay Elmore, an amazing wellness coach, business coach, yoga teacher, influencer, and much, much more. Guys, this lady's off the chain. She has some amazing marketing insights that you can implement today to grow your business. Have you joined our Facebook group? For each episode, we love to continue the conversation with like-minded entrepreneurs in our Facebook ads for coaches, course creators, and lifestyle e-com brands. To join this awesome community of people trying to master the ad game to scale their business, go to www.facebook.com groups slash FB ad ninja. All right, guys, thanks for the listen, and we'll see you next time on The Marketing Matrix.